Yo, what's going on, man? It's your boy Torrey, live from Brooklyn, New York, Coney Island, to be exact. And you know you can catch me on the radio, whether you listen to a song of mine or you listen to me do my thing on Sirius XM. But I think back to when I used to tape off the radio, had to put that tissue in the tape. And that's where you at right now, tissue in the tape, your tour guide Torrey. Let's get it. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. <laughs> Put the tissue in the, in the, tissue in the, in the, the top. <laughs> tissue or the tape. They don't know about that. People keep asking if I'm back. And I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Phil Maddox. Davis Backwards. Gandhi. Hip Hop 365. You know the time, it's the tissue and the tape Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors and a rape like cosplay Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon date MCs I rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi Four seat at the table getting milled, Solange ate No hunger strikes for dicks in tight spaces Just sick lyrics to elevate and physically separates us You can debate us, but get your weight up We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious Worldwide, but you're racist it's back with Davis, filled, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed When he uplift trash like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines, it's not hate To suggest they don't need to rhyme, we just take it back Or rather choose to rewind when heat holders in the back of the twines and defense is the bond Jack's Beastly, near the sun, it's the faculty first. Uh. Yes, sir, Phil Matic. Once again, it is the tissue in the tape, boys, man. What's up, man? How you doing? You already know, man. Uh, spe- special, <laughs> special alert, man. We 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 got a we got a legend in the building, man. No, absolutely, man. You, you use that word. We we don't we don't use that word lightly, man. We literally mean that legend in the making, uh, a, a living legend, uh, so, somebody that is a Renaissance man. Uh, not only just with uh, his thoughts, but also with his pen, right? Yeah, man. Uh, the 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 definition of the. You know, he's the uh the the living embodiment of the pen is mightier. I mean, so uh without further ado, man, let's let's get into it. He was definitely sent out. Gotta change the forecast, you know, every once in a while. No doubt. Because the weather is shitty in New York. You know, my my brother my brother's in Texas, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we just got we just got over it being crazy here too. So I was, I was on the phone with Bun the other day, man. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, they, talking to him about that shit. Bro. Yeah, yeah, they crazy man. But it was like seventy yesterday, so I can't complain. Yeah, it was it was definitely uh it was definitely uh six. Yeah, wait, y'all both in, y'all both in VA? No, Bob from VA, but he he live in um Austin. Yeah, I'm in Austin. 
you know, Austin. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. How was how was it, how was it for you? Like the last couple of weeks, did you get it bad too? Yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah. It was it was like it didn't get over like twenty two degrees for like five days, and you know, with that, like just with all the ice and stuff, just just freezing over, it just made everything really crazy for people. And right. it, the um the the energy companies were doing the the, the voluntary uh, blackout, so like people weren't even prepared for that, so. Really? Yeah, it's bad news. Oh, it was like on some lottery shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but well, lottery, you know, like black. <laughs> if you black, you get your lights turned out, basically. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, that. So. But, well, that's um, why when you know why. You know why. Well, yeah, man, we excited to, to, to have you on the show, man. We just wanted to just, uh, of course, you know, to get a chance to talk to you, talk about what you got going on as far as all the fire uh commentary you got going on the essays you know and um yeah i appreciate the support man you know it's yeah. um i'm finally you know it's like i put a lot of a lot of work into i put a lot of work into the you know my my craft man you know over the years and i i i, I went through i went through hip-hop to kind of be the writer that i am today right. um because i've always been uh i think i've always i've always been a, a a black journalist you know what i'm saying i always wanted to write for us and i got into hip-hop because that was like to me was the best way that i could be a reflection you know what i'm saying of the of the, of the culture and but i didn't want to just be limited to hip-hop and i you know and there were many years where i kind of felt restricted as a writer because i could only write about one aspect of black being a black being a black person when honestly you know while hip-hop is of course my favorite subculture when it comes to being um, in, in the black culture, it's still just because it's my favorite doesn't mean it's like it's like having your favorite meal, right? Like it's your favorite meal, but you don't want to eat that shit every day. You know what right. I'm saying? Like if, if you consider yourself a foodie, your favorite meal is just your favorite meal. But your foodie has a variety of foods that it can you know give give a strong opinion on. You know what I'm saying? Speaking so, my language now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You call you chef chef Cardi cardiac arrest, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's real though because like what you've been doing now here lately again like you like kind of talking about uh jamaica louis vuitton like again yeah. these are like uh black subjects but now it's like a broader base so like like you know that that's something like like all right i sent that to my mom like you know she she could read that and it's not like yeah. you telling it juxtaposed between you know this era and that era and she kind of being like eh, i kind of remember red man yeah. but or, or just a lot of profanity you know like i would right. have to i would have to like i'll never forget man i did a um i got in like rolling stone made me like their hot interview at one time like my, like my second year like really in the game and like i was like you know i was just being bold i was straight off you know straight out of brooklyn like just just being raw with it. And I would ask raw questions according to people's, you know, um, lyrics. And I'll never forget, like, you know, it was it was, it was around where Trina was blowing up with the Trick Daddy <laughs> Nan record. Uh, and so I was coming at her with like, wow, like flagrant questions. Like, yo, do you really swallow? Like, and my aunt, like one of my, like, one of, and it's like one of my favorite aunts. Like she's like she's one of my favorite aunts, but she's also like, like she's a principal, highly educated, you know, a little on the bougie side. And while she was proud of me, my name being published, like when she read it, it was like, this is my nephew? Like, <laughs> spit a swallow. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, so it like, raised you like this? Yeah, I was like, oh man. I was like, you know, wow, you know, I'm still, 
yeah, out yeah. here, you know what I'm saying, doing my, being a man, I, you know, I didn't want that to come back, especially early in my career. Like, oh, this, like I got into like the smut game or like, I don't know how to, that's the best way to, art, you know, to articulate, you know, my um, my craft or, or me being a journalist. So that was one of those sort of moments and I kind of always, it kind of never left me, you know what I'm saying? So what'd she say though? <laughs> <laughs> Who, Trina? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant my aunt. No, 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 where Trina's an eight ball, that's the one. But I think she, I think she sidestepped it on some like, you know, if you, if my man would know, that's something my man, only my man would know. She sidestepped it, I think. I don't think she answered straight up. Oh, oh she, she was, she was prepped for that one. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, she probably been getting that question her whole life down in MIA. Oh, man. MIA, yo! Already, <laughs> man. Well, Phil, we we all right. So we we already got the uh, the pregame out of the way, man. We'll we'll do our one two thing later, man. Let's just get right into the questions. Yeah, man. Um, where, where you want to start, y'all? Yeah? The the origin story, man. Like that's the that's probably the radioactive the, spider. Well, that's the one thing that people I know our listeners are gonna want to know, just because mm-hmm. like you're a name that people have seen as far as on the bylines and stuff, and like you you kind of get connected to 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 writers in a way but sometimes they're so busy telling the stories you don't necessarily hear their story all the time so this is the perfect time for right. our, our listeners to get that oh, my, my, my shit is tripping right now <laughs> one second B. what's going on alright see if this shit stays my shit keeps sinking um so yeah, your or, your origin story, like Phil said, like how how did you get bit by the radioactive spider? You know, for for just hip hop writing, you know, journalism. Ah man, that's that's tough. Um, I've always been writing. That's the thing. I've always been writing. Um, I don't remember really not writing. Like I, I was writing. Like I don't remember even being unable to write. Like as a kid, like I've always just you know I used to like write whole books, you know as like a four-year-old you know what i'm saying so like i don't remember like i don't even remember like not being able to spell my name um but again like just i was raised in a household that uh that kind of like promoted black is beautiful and you know gave me self-awareness and i never had that complex of like wanting to be white um you know i had a very out of a father who was a uh was from Bed-Stuy and born and raised in Brooklyn, but his religion was West African. You know, he was always seeking um, more, you know, he was seeking more knowledge. He grew up in a Southern household, which was very Baptist. And he didn't feel like that was really the truth that was being served to him. Um, so yeah, you know, like, I, you know, but having that strong black identity and, um, you know, being taught about my history very young, I was always attracted to our shit. So whether that was like, you know, the new Rock Him song, or whether that was like why the dude on the corner was spinning on his back on a piece of cardboard, you know, I was always attracted to beautiful black things, uh, and that kind of just never left me. And that kind of informed my love for writing. They kind of like it was wedded my love for writing and my love for literature and my love for black for, for just for us. Kind of was the perfect the perfect uh, intersection was hip hop, you know. So of course, as I'm pursuing a career in media, journalism, hip hop journalism is on the rise. 
it's a no-brainer. That's where I need to go, you know? Yeah, man. So you 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 have this love and, and that that's that's always dope to hear, man, because a lot of times when we talk to to people, you don't you don't always get the the part of where the craft is nurtured. And it seems like that that's how that that basis for you, that's how it began. So you have you have this love for writing. You're attracted to, you know, blackness for for lack of a better term. When 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 was the first time you knew like that? Hey, I could I could do this like for a living though. I guess when I was already kind of in the game. I guess as an intern, I was an intern. Like I, you know, I remember my first record review. It was assigned to me by ironically one of my brothers today, Dayton Thomas, um, and the music editor at the time, Black Spot. Um, Black Black Spot was the double was the music editor at Double XL at the time. Dayton was like the uh, assistant music editor or associate music editor or something like that. And like, you know, I labored over this. It was like 150 words, like super fucking small, right? It's a it's a it's a it's a blind it's a blindfolded layup for me today. But like it's 150 words and like I labored over this shit, you know, to because I wanted, you know, I wanted to like I'm in the game. Like <clears throat> you've been trying, you've been reading record reviews all your life. Five mics and Source magazine, Vibe magazine, double XL and like now I'm in the game. I'm able to like see my name next to a a album review it was everything for me so i wanted to really impress and when i handed it in i was expecting to get like a lot of like edits back and um you know criticism and they were like yeah straight I was like, <laughs> what was the album that you reviewed yo i, yo, I, I think it was like roscoe it was like it was like it was roscoe like a, from cali yeah it was a, yeah, i think it was like a roscoe i was like some offshoot shit that i wasn't like super excited about but like i was like i, I gotta fucking still kill this shit and they, best. They, and they and like they, I was like, all right, like they was like, yeah, we're straight, we good, we don't have any edits, and I, it got published, and it was there were minor edits, and very they barely touched it, and I was like, all right, I'm in the game, let's go, and that was it, it's on from there, I never let up. Why do you, why do you think people gravitated to album reviews back then? Because they didn't have access to the music. You know, like, yeah, like they do I mean, now. this is this is a completely different time, right? Like we were, the the the, the media, music media, we got the music first, right? So we told you we were the we were the gatekeepers. We told you what you should be listening to, maybe what you shouldn't listen to, right? And why, you know? And you know, we were kind of we were holding the artists accountable. Like we had, you know, journalists back then had had real weight in the game. Yeah. Artists were looking to see. Whether they were going to be made up, made or broken, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, um, that's why me and Torrey do hard to earn now because the, the record review is extinct. Yeah. So yeah. We're like, so we're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna like try to bring back the validity of a five mic album or the or the source mics, you know, but also wet it with like the barbershop conversation, right? You know, and that's you know, and there's really nothing out there like it right now. So, you know. Um, you know, it's like we have we have a we have a pretty you know uh, some exciting news coming up as well. We have you know we're about to, we're about to do a distribution thing with a major major company. So hopefully raise the awareness on that, and then like you know get, go 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 somewhere big where we can be official, whether it's a title or vault or something like that. That's what's up, man. And um, speaking speaking of hard to earn, the 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 most recent one you did was Fuji's the score. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that that was that was dope. I, I definitely checked in for that. 
it uh you we, you posed an interesting question um can you have a a a classic album with so many for lack of a better term uh flawed bars <laughs> and, no, and, no 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 <laughs> i said i said can you have a perfect song with a whack verse on it okay that, and, that was the, that was it and I, I think somebody might have might have uh, might have posed that maybe in the comments. But yeah, your so your question was, can you have a perfect song with a whack verse? Yeah, and I, I, and I, we were talking. I was trying to, to think of that because Torrey was trying to give Cowboys uh, a, a perfect. He was considering giving it a ten because he loves that song so much. And I'm like, but how could you give it a ten if you can say that there's a whack verse on it? Can you have a perfect song if there's a whack verse on it? That's a major flaw in the song. Yeah, and I and I and I and I was trying to think of one. I couldn't. It, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it, it, I don't. I don't think is is. It just it defeats the whole purpose of a ten is a perfect is a perfect song. Yeah, nothing's that wrong. Means there's, there's, that means that means it's flawless. So if there's yeah. flaws on the song, it can't be flawless. Like that's just simple. Yeah. It, yeah, it has it has to be the world is yours or it's you know something like that. You know where. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like in terms of like a perfect song, it has to be like something that level. Yeah, like I mean, New yeah. York State of Mind is a perfect rap song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the perfect rap song. Like, uh, put your hands where my eyes can see is a perfect rap song. Like, oh, 97. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it was a perfect fucking song. Like, you hear those music, you're like, everybody's like, yep. Yeah, yeah. it's undeniable. When it's undeniable. undeniable. What are you going to do? What the fuck is what the fuck is wrong with memory lane? What's wrong with that song? Nothing. Where? No, Where is there any flaw in that song? Yeah, nothing. That, that's 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 where it gets. It, like Illmatic has like like seven of those, <laughs> if you ask me. But yeah, like, yeah, but, like, um, fucking ain't hard to tell is a perfect fucking rap song. Memory Lane, yeah. World Is Yours, New York State of Mind. You could say Life's a Bitch is a perfect fucking rap mm-hmm. song. I mean, like, come on, you kidding me? Like I don't think I don't think there are more I don't think there's a rap album with more perfect songs on it than No Matter. No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. That, that that that's the uh that's the quotable that I'm a I'm I'm a jack when we do our uh April nineteenth <laughs> show okay. for, our, for our next Illmatic show. <laughs> okay, okay, I love, no, it. I love it. But no, man, uh, it that's that's dope, man. To hear about hard to earn because that that's something that's sorely uh that's sorely needed because. I, I always feel like things like like the album review, liner notes, uh, certain things that uh, even just going to buy music is is those are lost experiences that uh, there's a generation of people that'll never know that feeling. Like how right. how Jay say it, uh, if you just uh, if you ripping the packaging open and you just listening to this and you popping in the CD, nobody this nobody's ever going to know that feeling again. Right. Like you know, unless this becomes like some crazy uh, retro phase where people all of a sudden want want CDs again, yeah. you're, you're never going to know the the struggle of trying to open a CD. Right. Uh, uh, yo, they remember they used to have them shits that you could uh, buy like in like Sam Goody or whatever that that it was sliced the the cellophane on the CD. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> the struggle. One thing about hard to earn, I will say, man, um, I think. Phil and I, between the two of us, we've obviously we've obviously listened and tuned in to all of them. Um, the two that stick out to me though, um, MOP Warriors. I thought y'all y'all did a, a incredible job. Thank you uh, for that. With that one, 
Like Ooh. that 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 was for us. Like yeah, that, that, that was that was that was uh Bob That is my yeah, yeah. that album is very very dear to me, man. Very 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 dear to me. Man. So, so on that on that respect. note. On that note, talk to us about like like because some of the stories that you shared, like kind of going back and forth, like to Brownsville. Like for those that don't know, for people that are listening that may not know how like real of a place that is, like just like like just let people know like what what they're talking about when they talk about Brownsville. Like that's a hundred percent true, right? On the hill, up the hill is so real. <laughs> Y'all have no fucking idea. Like yo, don't. Like my family lives on top of the hill, mm. right? My family's on top of the hill, like actually on the other side of the hill. Cause like the hill, the top of the hill is Atlantic Avenue. The bottom of the hill is is, is Eastern Parkway, right? Mm. And that's coming down Saratoga. So like my, my family lives like right across, like literally across the street from Atlantic, like, you know, at the top of the hill. They live at the top of the hill. MOP live down the hill with like the Smooth the Hustler, mm. MOP, St. Mark's, St. Mark's, you do not want to fucking go near that shit. I used to have this huge project called um, Prospect Plaza. And it was the, I went in there once in my whole life. It was the scariest place. It was a scary, I mean, like the lights, of, it looks like a fucking music video. Like the lights are flickering. Yeah. The, the, the hallways are just like, looks like a fucking asylum. Like just the wildest characters, man. Like, you know, I, was, I don't even know why I was in there at the time, to be honest, it was, I was so young, but like, but like my family's like really like you know my my family's about that life like they mm. and it's wow like they you know they like yo last night we were, we had to like we had to dump at these guys da, da, da. we came came out this morning it was <laughs> it was blood on Timberland and I'm like yo like y'all laughing because there's <laughs> bloody Timberlands like I'm like yo somebody's probably dead like that's crazy <laughs> that they got laughing like but that's like everyday life for them yeah like they, a Saturday night for them is like yo they had to like let their hammers out some dudes. You know what I'm saying? Somebody fucks with you in the park. If he leaves the park upset, y'all should leave because he's coming back, dumping at the whole park. Fuck the basketball game. Like, it's this is like real. I know it's people think like, you know, these rappers lie a lot. But yeah. Like, nah, like Bobby Schmurder, like I, those dudes live, they live like, yeah. like next, my mom's in the East Flatbush. They live like the, the, the 90s, which is like the beginning of Brownsville, the end of East Flatbush. Shit is real as hell over there. Like those kids do not play. They will spin the block, dump, come back. It's nothing. Get back to the block. Like it's, it's what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? So, all that MOP shit, man. Like that's not, like I know, Annie Up sounds like a very creative song. Mm. Nah, like <laughs> them dudes are they're predators. It's, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> while every while all the rap game and everybody was walking around with that puffy shit and like the May shit and coming out with their jewels and blah blah, is a whole sector of hip hop. That's looking to catch those dudes. There were dudes who literally would go out looking for rappers. And a lot of and a lot of our favorite MCs caught it, man. And it's oh, not yeah, about they weren't tough or nothing like that. It's that they got the drop. You gotta respect the jokes. Yeah, man. Yeah. When, when you hear you know what it is. Some of our some of our some of our greatest got 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 the got the steel to their ribs, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you outnumbered. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you just and you just like you said, you just gotta respect it. But like speaking of MOP, man, like I, I've said this probably. In fact, me, me and Vi, we we were roommates at, at Hampton together when Warriors came out. And out of everybody I've ever listened to, you know, you, you're talking about you know, almost 40 years now at this point, and I believe them. every single word, like more than anybody, like, Yo, like Billy? If, you, if you had to pick one person to believe. 
it, it are people to believe it's billion fame and even more so Fox. Oh, Fox will knock. Fox will knock out your man. Like, fuck the fuck your sister. Fuck like no. Fox will knock it. Yo, I, I seen it. I seen Fox drop a dude when she was pregnant. <laughs> I do. I, I do not, I'm not lying. Like pregnant, drop a dude. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I believe so, it. So like that, if, if the if the chick in your crew is harder than most of these niggas, imagine what these do. Like yo, like, yo. Yo, Dan's was like, I think Dan's just came home at, at, uh, for the um for the High Boston Hardcore video. I think he was fresh out, fresh mm -hmm. off the island, or fresh off his bed. Yeah, man. I remember I remember the it was either How About Some Hardcore or the Rugged Never Smooth video where the they had all these guns in there and they were like, you know, he's like, where where the props go? And he was like, Props. They they had they had no idea. Like they came to the set. It was like they're bringing Ratch, their own props. Ratchet heavy. Oh. Ratchet yeah. heavy. Absolutely. Them dudes yeah, are crazy. Brownsville. Come on. Everybody. Everybody got a ratchet. Everybody yeah. got. And, and for those who, who who are still not quite sure about Brownsville, two of their finest, Mike Tyson and rest in peace, Sean Price. Brownsville. Yeah, and That's both it. of those dudes were Hall of Fame goons. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like Mike, Mike Tyson wasn't even a stick-up kid like that. Like Mike Tyson was robbing niggas barehanded. Like, that's how much of a savage he was. Punching you know what I'm saying? Just for living. My, yo, <laughs> big bro P, listen, that boy was nice with his. That's a big dude. He not wrestling with you. He heavyweight. He giving you, he putting them paws on you, giving you combos. You don't know where you getting hit from, <laughs> you on the ground. Like that's, P was nasty with him. I knew about P, this, this, I knew about his rhyme skills, as much as I knew about his hand skills, like, cause he was known like that throughout Brooklyn. Mm. It's crazy, Decepts, dudes were crazy, man. They yeah. would catch wreck, he loved to catch wreck. And he was, and, you know, he was, he, he ain't rapped too tight, you know what I mean? He, he was, he definitely was calm as he got older with the wife and the kids and all that. But like, yo, he was a maniac, man, in his heyday. Maniac, I didn't even know him then. I just knew about him. That's how much his name ran, maniac. Yeah, yeah. it's certain people, like you just, like you just, you just, the words, they ring true. Like, you, right. you, like and, and I you always use them as the as like the basis for everybody else. Like, all right, these these dudes, I believe what they say. Right. And then you you have to eat. There's no way you, there's no way you can listen to Dan's and not believe. Yeah, oh, it's like it's like gospel. Like it's like street gospel when you hear I always I always say he's a yeah. I always call him Pastor Dan's, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's like him, like Scarface, like that's that's like that's like right, uh, right, right. Yeah, take take you to church, but in a different way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Man, so like, they give me that gospel. The one, the one other hard to earn that I want to mention before we move on from that, um, that that I think I was like, yo, I was like, y'all about to go to the moon with this. Was it Jasmine Sullivan? Oh, that one. yeah, that did that that flew, that flew. That, that conversation because, of course, you know the guy's gonna interact, but ultimately, just like it is, and just with with rap records, like the ladies, like they dictate, they, they drive they, it, yeah, they yeah, drive yeah. it. Yeah, we got we got a, we got a strong female fan base, man, a female yeah. music lover fan base. And right. I think it really helps, man. Right. And one of the questions that I like that you asked about, um, you were trying to, I guess you were kind of doing like some like, kind almost like crowdsourcing, like you're trying to find out, like so, like. We're hard to earn. Like, are y'all like do y'all rock with us and y'all are picking this? Or like are y'all trying to um talk about like the the mute, you know, like is it just y'all are picking this because y'all rock with us specifically? Are you picking this because right. you like the music? 
Yeah. Talk to, talk to us about that. Like, how do you, how do you find that out in this day and age? Like, where your personality or where if people rock with you or they follow you is just as important as the, the content sometimes. I mean, I think we need both. Honestly, that's why I was like, at the time I was asking that because I realized something with the Jasmine Sullivan, right? Um, was it Jasmine Sullivan? I think we did a poll. Yeah, it was, it was, it was between, yeah, right, right it was between Fuji, it was between Fuji's and... Um, before that though, it was another poll, it was a poll before that. We did a poll, and I'm not, sure did a, I'm not sure if we did a, a poll for, for Jasmine. Um, nah, I think, I think that was yeah. I think y'all already had that one. But no, 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 no. I think it was. I think I think the poll was either Stephanie Arena or Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. Okay. So, and I realized something, right? As as even though the Jasmine Sullivan episode did well, I noticed that a lot of the people who voted for Jasmine weren't present. They voted. They, they so it was like. There are people who follow me, follow Torre, and they're on our stories, and they'll right. see a poll and be like, oh, I'm a music lover, boom. But my thing is, don't vote if you're not gonna pull up, because right. this, we're trying to gauge, we're trying to we're trying to review albums that the people want to pull up for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't just, just see the poll because you like the album or like you have an opinion. Like, this is for our audience. So if you don't, if you're not gonna definitely be a part of our audience, don't, don't, don't get involved in the poll. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause like I, again, we had our we had our following there, but I noticed a lot of the people who who who, who aren't there on a regular basis, uh, but had a strong opinion on 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 the poll, voted for something and didn't and didn't show up. Like voted strongly for yeah. uh, Jasmine, but didn't didn't show up. So, and I get it. You know, everybody can't beat it. Time. You know, like it's alive. You know, people have lives. I get all that, but. I, I noticed it was a significant amount of people who I was I was I was excited to see like they actually got involved. I was hoping they were going to engage, come see the program. You know, people are still discovering the program, but um, I didn't see them there, so I had to throw that out there. Like, yo, are y'all really y'all y'all are y'all just you know giving uh, answering the poll because you either fuck with me and Torre and your music lovers, or you really want to weigh in on this this program and you're a part of the entire process. I'm going to be there when it's live. You know, so yeah, that's that's really what it was, man. Really just trying to get. It gets like you said, crowd surfing. We're just really trying to crowdsource and just trying to figure out where the bread and butter is. You know? Now, do, do you think that's uh, you had that initial um, participation more so because uh, you guys cross over into a lot of different uh, yeah. uh, your 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 audiences aren't always the same depending on the work that you're doing. Like right. like Torre, like his his serious XM uh, audience is way different than his live at five audience sure. or or even the audience that actually listens to tour to mc versus 100%. versus the right. tour guy 100%. so and then you, you you're doing you 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 could be shit you could be anywhere <laughs> you know like, when, like, when, i mean i could be shooting white people you know what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm saying do you think that's so, so they so again they recognize your name and they and they fuck with you right. and they and they's like you know i i don't know what a gang star is Jasmine seems like a nice name. I'm gonna vote for that. Like that type. Oh, of I would hope. Oh man, I would hope that's not the case. Damn. Yeah. I would hope that's not. The case. You know? No, I, I oh. mean, because even in, in our limited, not 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 me and you, but just like from from my interactions with 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 social media, I had people that that would would tune into the the pod because they know me from sneakers and they have really no idea like about the music per se. And they think they're gonna get something else, and they don't get it. So, I I, I see that I see that crossover, and in, so in your world, it's probably you know on tenfold. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's diverse. Again, I don't, I engage with my audience, but I don't really break it down. Like, you know, where's coming from what. Only place that I know, like, how my fan base changes rapidly is like with my writing for Medium. Cause I know Medium has a, it's, it's my, the, 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 the majority of the readership are white people. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, some know, you know, a little bit about hip hop and black culture and all that, but like, it's like really like white people who are liberal white people who are very in tune with what's going on. And, you know, I, I, I do a lot of race writing and I like to shove their, I put their nose in their piss a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> You know, so like, and they, but they get off on that. You know, it's like sometimes mm-hmm. white people want to be, you know, reminded or, or guilty. You know what I'm saying? Or, or even, you know, they, they're freaky ones. They want to get tortured. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, they be on a Chuck Rose, like, yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. It's like stuff a ball in my mouth and scream <laughs> me up. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> so you know, and and, and and white guilt is also a commodity, like my agent said. So you know, I like, I'm like, I keep reminding them, y'all, like, yo, look. I just wrote some wrote a piece about um the Black Panthers in Hollywood, like whether Hollywood deserves the Black Panthers, like you know ties because, um you know they using their story and not but not helping out the freedom fighter. You know what I'm saying? I'm like yo, like y'all got to put it out there that yo the, the shit that's going that was going on in 1969 from like you know prison guard torture to you know coerced uh, 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 confessions. confessions yeah. That shit is still going on in 2021. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's, that shit is still fucking going on. We still got political prisoners who were set up by the government. You know, if COINTELPRO still got motherfuckers and they're still doing time. Like it's it's crazy, man. So I don't gotta like really write about, I can, I can really focus my pen on black culture, whether it's about Jasmine Sullivan, whether it's about me and Bumby talking about Houston or whether it's about you know uh, uh, the, the the freedom fighters and and, and, and how you know how COINTELPRO is still you know the the remnants and the, the the osmosis of of, uh, of Cointel Pro is still active today. You know, like I I can do it all. It's all black culture. It's all for my people. You know? Yeah, it's all layers of uh, blackness. And, sure. and like and like you said, like the Hampton House, like there shouldn't be. You know, they shouldn't be struggling to try to figure out how to reserve right. this. Read right. the 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 Hampton House is in the movie. Right, it's a right. focal point of the movie. Yeah, like you guys are you guys made this movie and like well I don't know like I don't I don't know like. You made a, it's a couple million to make this movie. Right. You guys in the first the first weekend they did two million. Y'all got money like you you can put that in the budget, man. They wanted they wanted something like three hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. To save yeah. them to save the house. Yep. Like you come on now, we can't get it fifty. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. H- HBO made three fifty that first weekend just off new subscribers. We can't get <laughs> we can't get fifty k to the house to this historic house. Yep. Yep. You want to let like- this house go into foreclosure when it's a pivotal, it's a pivotal uh, 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 location for your for your film. They feel like they don't have to, you know. They they Very- don't. It's, you know, it's not their obligation. Like we're here to just make films. We're here to just capitalize off of the story. But I mean, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like. There are people still in prison, man. Like, I mean, I don't know if y'all read this. I don't know if you read it, read this, this, the piece, but like, yeah, for sure. It's, it's dudes, like this, this black pan, it's, there are black men, black women who are arrested in the early 70s strictly for being a black panther who are still doing time, who got 30 to life. And guess what? 30, 30 years been up, but because they either didn't admit that they were, you know, that they, they were guilty or they wouldn't, or they, they didn't want to, uh, uh, Dis, dis, um, I guess disassociate themselves with the Black Panther Party. They got hit again. Like they were getting twenty, 
20 more years on top of their 50 because they didn't want to like, you know, disassociate themselves with the Black Panther Party. Like that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. And a lot of it was like, they, they hit him with like some, basically a, a Rico type of uh, situation where they, they weren't, they weren't even, they were like very like, they were connected, but they didn't do what, the, what they said they did and they just piled shit on. Just years after years. And on top, and on top of that, right? I mean, at the end of the day, this is supposed to be about rehabilitation. So let's just say you really were guilty, and you got a you got a thirty to life sentence. You did your thirty years. These dudes, these men and women, are have been model prisoners. Mind you, they've been like they've been under like their strictest incarceration, so they don't even have any flexibility to really get in, get mixy with it. So like you put these people on lockdown, like solitary confinement, damn near for thirty years. They have they've been perfect. They they they've, they've written text, scholarship. They they've, they've written books. They you know found spirituality. They've given guidance to the to the coach to, to to the youth. They've 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 maximized their prison time. Yeah. Not only are they quote unquote rehabilitated, they're even better citizens, which is kind of be the focal point of prison. Essentially, right? Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed you know, to in, be in an ideal and you situation. Get hit, and on top of that, you get hit with more years because of what you did originally or who you were affiliated with originally. Like imagine, imagine going to jail when imagine being crucified at fucking 60 years old because of what you did when you were 30. Like that's wild. Yeah. That is yeah. wild. Yeah. This is America. This is America. Yeah. Don't let them get. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that, that's yeah. Wow. That's that's again, just kind of just reading that. And then also just again, um, now that they the things that they, they uh, the, the criminalization of stuff. And then like you, um, you know, you talked about crack, you know, like kind of. Right. That was a piece like, before that. Right. Like, yeah. did you see the doc? Do you see the doc? Yeah, yeah, crack? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. You crack that? That, yeah. that doc was phenomenal. I watched it twice. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody who comes from, you know, a family that, you know, dealt with uh, substance abuse a lot. Um, you know, like it definitely is a, a, a the crack era is definitely a sore spot for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I was never cooked on crack, never sold crack. Um, but I still feel like the era robbed me of some years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Without me sure. getting, in, yeah, without me getting into too much of my shit but like it definitely robbed me of some shit i feel like i feel like yeah i feel like you know it, it, it owes me some shit some shit i'll never get back um so like when i watch the film you know i know you know i know again i know dealers i know crack i've known crack dealers all my life you know some of them i'm related to you know the homies whatever like i know how to i know the hustle you know so i thought i knew the ins and outs of the whole crack era the damage it did you know i knew about the you know the white house and all of that shit. i didn't know about um about Bush setting that 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 that, that sail up in front of the White House oh. for fucking political. I didn't know that shit. That's some yeah, that, that, shit. that was crazy. That's, That's insane. But yeah. but the piece was about how the thing that woke, that really opened my eyes was like how they targeted pregnant moms who were who were who were abusers. Like like wow, man, it's crazy because I have like friends who are doctors, man, and like now, man, you know any addict, whatever, they get like addiction counselors. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? These women were fucking like, yo, like you gotta, you gotta go to, you gotta go to um to, to counseling. You gotta go to, you know, therapy. And these women are like, but I don't got like who's gonna watch my son? How can I, how am I getting it? I don't have transportation. I'm poor. I don't have transportation. 
I don't have enough money to get a babysitter. How am I going to 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 to, to narcotics counseling? Right. So there was no system that had that have helped poor people, but the poor people were the colored people, and the colored people were the majority of the abusers. Yeah, so the man. system wasn't really trying to help. Yeah. So it's like, yo, so it's like, oh, you're not gonna go to counseling now? Okay, bet. If you fucking test positive again when you have your baby here, we're get we're arresting you on the spot. Like mm-hmm. women sitting in prison with fuck without a sanitary napkin, like hours after they gave birth. They gave birth and handcuffed to their to their bed. Wildness, bro. The, the, wow. the war on drugs, you know, and it's like they built war their whole drugs. their whole campaign behind that. The fact that they the fact that they 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 the war on drugs was a, where they set it on the people who were the biggest victims. Like y'all poured that shit into a community that was already the ghetto's already suffering. We don't need poison on top of that, right? So they so you you make a bad situation worse and then highlight the 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 worst situation as like the problem. Like this insanity, man. America is fucking amazing, dude. So what I what I the biggest thing that I took away from it and I kind of already knew it, but it it just drove it home even further that that crack got treated as a criminal offense, whereas cocaine got treated as substance abuse. And then later on, you know, you know, you see opioids, it's it's substance abuse. There's like you don't I, I'm sure they have it in New York, but the commercials that I see for for substance abuse, if you need help, I'm like, yo, where was this help for my for my fucking uncles and and those and and some of the homies and you know people that like 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 you said, um, a lot of us got robbed by by uh, the Ronald Reagan era and and the Bush era, yeah, and well, he he was the and the Clinton era. And oh, especially that dude. Let's not get into the Rockefeller laws. I mean, no, yeah, the, especially the that, yeah, the especially bill. that dude. And because yeah, that right. that's what the the three strikes probably did more damage than. Well, I'm not gonna say more damage, but nah, it the, Rockefeller, the Rockefeller laws. I think the crime bill and Rockefeller laws I think did the yeah. most damage because they were motherfuckers were getting hit with fucking like ten years for a fucking like a like a dime bag be like it's yeah. stupid a dime bag of fucking coke and it was automatic 10 years they, yeah they, it was they, definitely one yeah, yeah. Definitely like crazy yeah. and it's so sick. like all, all of those in in succession too so you go you go reagan bush clinton and then those those laws it goes the war on drugs rockefeller drug laws then you know three strikes and those those right in succession got us to where we are today in terms of just you know the the, the shit we trying to come back from right. and that and, and and that's what I always go back to it's the the criminalization of black people specifically like you said black black mothers and black kids cuz a lot of the people were kids being tried as an adult became a thing Absolutely. And it, it's just I mean, you Central Park Five. You saw that shit. Yeah. Corey Wise, that motherfucker was 16 years old, man. He wasn't supposed to be giving a confession by himself. Craziness, man. Then when a motherfucker went to Attica as a teenager. What? You, you shouldn't go there as as a fucking grown ass man. You shouldn't go there. <laughs> you a know, fucking man. teenager? Yeah, yo. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine, yo. That man. 
you don't even understand the fucking terror that the, 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 the nightmare that Corey Wise went through. Yeah, man. And it, or, or just, you know, of course, you know, Rikers and, and everything that they was doing just for, you know, putting people in holding cells yeah. and just, you know, for stopping frisk shit. And they sitting in Rikers for, you know, months or whatever because they can't pose better. Just shit like that. Yeah, I mean the yeah, the Khalid Browder story. Yeah. And and how that how that turns out. It is it's it, 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 it's it's one of those things you you get pissed every time you think about it, but it's almost like 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 I'm I'm fond of saying why it's why when you know why. It's like it, it was it was if you prescribe to you know plans working the way they're supposed to, it worked exactly the way it was supposed to work. Definitely. Yeah. Not our but it, no. it worked exactly the way it was supposed to work. It's never going to be that. By design, man. Yeah, man. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's your girl, Ivy Rivera, a.k.a. Young Body, live from Brooklyn, New York. And this is Tissue in the Tape podcast, where everything is hip-hop. You better respect the heat holders. You dig? Oh, man. Uh, got heavy for a minute, but... um. <laughs> we <laughs> got heavy a little bit, but no, nah, man, this is Tissue in the Tape. Uh, I'm, I'm with my brother Davis backwards, this Filmatic 365, and we, and we here with, with, with the uh, the writer of writers, man, of uh, a man, Bon Stu. Um, yeah. Let, let, let me, let me, let me talk about. You know, you know, um, you, hold on, you, know you pronounce my name wrong, right? I, like, I, like, like, like Tor, Tor Ray's one of the only people that, like, when he says it, like, he, he says the, bon, like, it's Bon It's Sue. Bon Bone suit, like bone broken bone. Yeah, like like he like he, like you got you got like he says bone suit. Like he makes yeah. sure that people know. Yeah, so yeah, like exactly. You got it. You got to say bone. It's not just you, Phil. Everybody fucks the money. Yeah. Everybody right, so, fucks the money. So now that I got it, won't happen again. Yeah. I'm just saying, bone like suit. you know, if you yeah, if you if you know if you really the homie, you know, I gotta correct yeah. you. Oh right. no no, I, I I would I would hate if you let me pronounce your name wrong, man. Years, I'd be like yo. Cause then, yeah. then, then we there's something wrong with both of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, nah, but it, but it's happened, man. Like it's happened. My name has been mispronounced so much throughout my life. Like it's like I, I get tired of fighting people sometimes, man. Because no. like, because the thing is, like, I get it, right? It's not like a it's not a conventional name. But if you check out the syllables, right, it's really two American words, like a broken bone and Sue Ellen, bone Sue. Sue but for some reason, people, <laughs> but when but when America's Americans for some reason when they see BON they 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 associate that with Bond, Bond Bonds, James Bond. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they don't really they don't they don't they don't make it a a, a, a hard oh you know what I'm saying? It's not status Bond post Bond, right? <laughs> Word but, is uh, Bond exactly. No, the the funniest thing is on the the, the on the lives. Where where people will will throw the Z in there and and, and like you you'll not you'll not be looking at the screen you'll be like, bruh, who was doing that shit? Pretty Pretty Lou was doing that shit, man. He had a fucking hard Z on my shit. I'm like, where did the Z come from, man? Where did Z come? I don't understand where the Z come that, from. That 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 was a, I I, for, I forgot who it was. It, I'm not gonna say who it was, but it was it was somebody we both know, and and you was like. It's just like the comment was cute, but it's it's an S, not a Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who it was, but yeah. No, I, oh, no, you know, well, we I'll tell you off of here, but it, we, we know who it was. Gotcha. Uh, we, both, we both know the person. 
Um, but no, uh, I want I wanted to talk about uh, XXL, man. Uh, like, you you were there in the glory years, uh, XXL championship years, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. We we all, we uh, we all took the crown. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was pipping to Kelly. Yo, knocked out Mike Tyson, man. Man, Mike Tyson, yo, you gotta, you know, left, left uppercut, you know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously. Nah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was like, you know, the creatively the right hand to, to Elliot Wilson, um, music editor, but like, I was really like an executive editor because like I was doing pretty much everything, like writing the, the biggest stories, you know, the cover stories of, I was running the whole, um, music section. Um, I was the one that was rating albums, you know what I'm saying? Sonic was gonna get an XL, was gonna get a double XL. Uh, yeah, it was a wild time, man, but I took that shit seriously. We took, everybody took it seriously. Like, you can't win a championship if you don't take it seriously. Man. So, yeah, man, it was some good times, man. But they, they rate up those times, they shaped me. They shaped me, man, that's how I cut my teeth. So, so you, so you, you were there when, when, when. For, for those who are unfamiliar, the, the source was, was the the go-to magazine for hip hop for years, almost a decade at that point. And XXL comes in, uh, the the fresh young, uh, yeah, ready, ready, ready to take over, and y'all did just that. What, yeah. what do you attribute to you guys? eventually uh you know being on par with them and then ultimately surpassing them well it was a couple of things man um one was we were relentless like we just we were focused on making the best issue every single time it didn't happen overnight like we had to like have like a two-year run of like just wins of just like great issues before we were able to like really get like the competitive numbers right the numbers didn't come till later we had to build that momentum right um like people always before lebron gets his championship he was already killing in practice you know what i'm saying like he already was mastering his craft already in practice and i like that that's what i learned you know what i mean like you don't get it right away you don't win right away you win it once you get the, the recipe down but also, like, not only with, uh, the, the, the Elliot put together like an incredible team and like really like challenged everybody to be their best. Um, um, the source also was fucking up. They would shoot themselves in the foot. You know, they, they, talk about we, we had beef with Eminem, and they were you know. But then Benzino was the owner, co-owner, and he wanted he wanted to, to, to be a rapper. And his in his in his uh, you know his pursuit to be a rapper, he thought he was going to like get on by. By, by like slandering Eminem, and that backfired on them, and they wanted to they wanted to be in pocket with another magazine, and we were killing it, uh, we, you know, not always not number wise always, but like we were killing it culturally and journalistically. Yeah. So Rosenberg set up a meeting with Elliot and was like, "Yo, like, what do you think about we? You know, they was like, fuck, they were already like, fuck, you know, the source because Benzino kept making diss records about them, and you know had." Paul Rosenberg had a meeting with Elliot, they did special cloth talk, and they were like, yo, how about we get a line? And that's how the fucking big, that's how the uh, 50 Cent Eminem and um, Dr. Dre cover happened. And once that shit happened, that was the first cover that we beat the sauce. It was a rap after that, we had the crown. Yeah, that was- You could feel the shift when that happened too. Like, Easy, like, everybody did. Yeah, everybody. Feel it. Everybody did. And it's like, you know, it's like, um, it's like, it's like, um, 
awful. Don't lose going on tonight with motherfucking shit. I'm sorry. Um, but um, it's like, you know, it's, again, it's like comparing it to basketball. It's like, it's one thing to, it's one thing to like win game one, right? But can you stay consistent? Can you do that again? Can you do that three more times to win a championship? You know what I'm saying? So like, once we once we got that t- once we got that first championship once we got to the finals and one got that first win, wasn't beating us. It wasn't beating us. It wasn't beating us. And yeah, they they definitely. Uh, for me, it was when uh, they they the the made men uh, five mics in the source. I was like, oh man. And I'm saying like we didn't even have to do like. Of course, we had to be good. But like they were doing themselves in. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was like yeah, these dudes. They, they were doing they, themselves. They were doing dumb the like, like like come on, man. Like you gonna just keep forcing this fucking rapper on like this Benzie? Like you gonna keep forcing this music on us? You gonna like you want us to really believe this is a perfect album? Like come on, be like you're not even being realistic now. Like you just think people are stupid now because you could you have the power to give yourself five mics, but you really think people are gonna read this because it's a source and be like, oh, that album is five mics. Like people ain't stupid. Yeah, because ultimately you still, especially then you still had to. They caused people. I, and another thing, they caused people to actually decide to go out and spend money to listen to music. So. These reviews were incredibly important because if you're telling somebody this is a perfect album, that means you're, you're co-signing somebody to spend, you know, upwards of, especially at that time, 20 bucks for a CD. Yeah, they they owe they owe people some money for a lot of that shit. Um, but but back to y'all though, y'all were killing it like culturally. What was what was the 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 um the aftermath cover, you know, that that kind of that won y'all the rating, so to speak. But what was like like one of the issues where where y'all were just like, we're just as good as them or we're better than them? Like, before the, before the aftermath cover? Before the aftermath cover. I mean, plenty. We have plenty. I mean, um, there was this one particular one with um with you and I. That's an orange cover, and that's one of those covers that man front to back was. Tough. I think I, I did a Trick Daddy future story in there. But it was like, this is Juvenile. <laughs> nope, no, that's not that one. Not it's Juvenile, orange, not that one? Orange cover. It's an orange cover. That's 99, right? 2000. April 2000? It's early 2000? Uh, April. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's an important issue also, but like, it's an orange there's an orange juvenile cover from like 2002. Like as around that time where I'm slow motion was out. Okay. And the issue from front to back was crazy. I had a Trick Daddy cover. I mean, she got a Trick Daddy feature in there. That was, you know, but people, I really, um, it, did, it did a lot for me career-wise. Like, you know, I was a young writer, you know, trying to just make my, you know, become a, a really great writer. And um, a lot of the peers I looked up to, like the Eric Parkers and mm-hmm. the guys that I, you know, I really admired, like, was sending word back like, oh, that, that that's a joint. This kid is eye, my eyes on him. You know what I'm saying? So I was hearing like, you know, some of the OGs, the guys I looked up to was saying like, yo, that's that's my new, that's my my new favorite writer right now. That's my, like, uh-huh. so I'm like, so now again, I want to keep this going now. Oh, oh, y'all fuck with me now? Or oh, I, I got your attention now? I got to get better now. Okay, cool, great. 
what's what's one of the ways that you can do that i know you said like you pined over your your first thing that you submitted and you made sure that it was straight but like what's one of the ways that you can sharpen your 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 pen like that just keep reading. writing just keep writing reading reading reading. Reading. Okay. reading and living honestly like i've always felt i was all i always felt like i had a great perspective because i was always outside you know what I'm saying? Like I was always like just seeing what was going on in the community and being intelligent. You know, you got to match it all, right? Like I'm, I've always been pretty well read. You know, um, um, I, you know, again, I've always had that strong background. Um, but I was, oh, I was always in the streets too. So it was like I had the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? Like I was able to assess what was going on outside, why I was going on outside, um, just like I was able to see what was going on in the streets before it hit the music industry. Right. You know, like, I know why this is happening in the music industry because it's been happening in the streets. You know, like most deaf, the uh, Fair Man, right? The intro to, uh, to Black on Both Sides. He's like, you wanna know what's going on in hip hop? Right. You see what's going on with the people. Like the people, what's going on in hip hop is going on with the people. Nice. So people are unhealthy, hip hop's unhealthy, and vice versa. Same thing, it's always been the case. When shit got super gang affiliated, it's because like the gangs were fucking running everything. You know what I mean? When BMF was a thing, it was, it was all in the music, you know what I mean? Jeezy becomes like a fucking legend. You know, it's like, see what it is. But um, to, again, to get back to becoming a good writer, it's the same way today. Like, I, I'm writing the way I'm writing right now because of what I'm reading and what I'm paying attention to. Um, and and being able and having a vision to see what's not being out there. I want to write what's not being written. I want you, I want you to look at something that the world is looking at and show you an angle that nobody's seen. Like, that's my job, you know? And that's something that just comes with time and practice, um, where it's just, it's just who I am now. I'm able to look at things and see uh, things that, you know, maybe right under your nose, but still not as, you know, transparent, you know? Um, so yeah, but I mean, but as far as being a good writer, just like, yeah, keep writing, read a ton and live, man. You know what I mean? Cause like, it's, you can write all day, but there's a ton of writers who have who write a lot but don't have anything to say. They don't have anything to say because yeah. they don't live. You gotta live. So, so talk about how, like, with the pandemic, how hard or or how has it changed you being able to to live uh, with the pandemic, and has has that affected your writing? I I just it affected my writing. I mean, like everybody else. I mean, you can't really you can't write about outside if you can't be outside, right? But um, I was able to like sit still and and read a lot and pay attention more. Pay attention to what's going on in the government. Pay attention to what's going on in local politics. Pay attention to what's going on in the culture, you know? Um, and when you sit down and observe, again, when you have, when you have naturally have vision like myself, the more you consume, the more you have an opinion on, the more you see. So I'm seeing all the, again, I'm seeing different, I'm seeing more so I'm seeing more angles. And what I did was I started writing about the pandemic. I started writing about how my homeboy, my, my homeboys were sending me like smut ad, you know, lives when I'm going <laughs> on it. And, and, and you know, and my, my boy Fendi's over there like getting- Demon time. Demon time, you know what I'm saying? Like demon time turned into a whole feature about how strippers are actually getting yep. paid more money quicker and safer. Yeah. That's the culture. I didn't do that. That's the culture. Chicks are getting rent money. Chicks are getting in five minutes 
chicks are making the same amount of money they would make for four hours. In the in comfort of their minutes. home. <laughs> yeah. from, from the, from, exactly. From their home. There's no fucking, they don't have to pay any gas. You know, there's no there's no gas to put in the car. They don't got, you know, it's just get dressed up in your home. Five minutes, you, you get what you've probably made driving down to the club, getting dressed, dancing around on men for four hours. You made that in five minutes. Like Be safer. Much safer from your, from the luxury of your home. Yeah. There's no overhead. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that was just uh, one, you know, D nice. Club quarantine. Right. That was right. another one. Yeah, that you know was that? Like, Yo, I thought that was dope too. Um the interaction with, with uh Clark Kent. Uh he he showed love in terms of like you. Yeah, and now he's Big he's a one dude, man. Um, Brooklyn dude, man. Yeah, super Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn. Fan yeah. of a friend is a, is another thing that that you've done that's super dope, man. Uh, yeah, I'm having a ball with it, man. So he's really my friends. These are really my friends. Too. Yeah, man. Uh, April Walker was on the joint. Uh, that that was that was super dope. Uh, just uh, like like uh, Vi mentioned, uh, Clark Kent. That's always one because that that's that's like that's like my god, like music sneakers. You know, yeah, just, yeah, and, and yeah. Clark and Clark was, hey, like he's like in in the best possible way. I mean this. He was like Forrest Gump, like like the way Forrest Gump was everywhere. Just at, he just happened to be there at the right time, right? When shit right. was happening, that's Clark. Like Clark was always there when when shit was happening. Like right at oh, the, man. like when hip hop was starting, he just happened to be in the park and and he he was nice at DJing. When when Jay was was becoming Jay, he just Happen to be around and yeah, always there. Always, he was always present. Always present. Big, you know. It's just like it's craziness. Like you know, you know, Clark sat me out. Dane believe, you know, like just that that shit. And just hearing like him relay those stories uh, to you was it was dope to see. That that was one of my uh, that was one of my favorite ones. That's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a really good one, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, went went in, and then uh, with, with with my uncle Elliot, you that was, uh, that definitely was, that was great, man. Yeah, to definitely yeah, see him give yeah, you yeah, we have we give have you so that moment. To get touch on man, but yeah, yeah. you you could tell where it where it was, was one of those things like like he was like the proud big bro, and he he was seeing like like he's like my guy, man. He he he's he's doing everything. I hope you and knew he could do. And it was like, like you said, you could tell, like y'all could have, y'all could have did that shit all night. Yeah, and, and I'd have been there. Well, I was, I was, I was a wild dude, man. Like I, <laughs> I, I was like a music editor, man. Like yo, know, I was, I didn't understand like being professional in the office, and like I was like, <laughs> you know, I used to come back like yo late for work, like yo, but yo, but I had two chicks last night. I'm like, it was, <laughs> and like you can't tell your boss that, like that's not cool, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like. But he would, but we had such a like a, a little brother, big brother relationship, and I didn't have a real boss like that, so I didn't know it was like inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying to impress my big bro, like y'all. I don't know, I'm late, but like I was lit last. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but also like he gave me that long leash because like me being outside like that, you know, whether it was the clubs or the studios late night, is how I was able to stay on top. Like I, I had the scoop. Right. I knew what, I was hearing songs before I was supposed to hear them, before they hit the mixtapes. I'm telling you who's coming. I'm, I'm telling you about new artists I heard that never heard of before who's coming, who's, who's crazy. Like, I was really, I was really like bringing back information. I wasn't just like 
out partying and having a good time. I was out living. So, so what you saying? Every everything you were doing was for research purposes. That's, I'm, that's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Sure. Yeah, history, man. History, history will not go against me. With that. <laughs> research is key, man. That's that's the key yeah. to uh, when you yeah. when you write, man. You gotta you gotta do your research. Now, so, now, so, I was about to say, Phil, you know, now they got the next gen stats and everything where they, they kind of uh, do everything for sports. Uh, we tried to clock you in the uh, the B.O.B. video. We think you hit like uh, 20 miles per hour running in that joint, man. Who? Who? Who's running? <laughs> I wasn't running. You were, I was you weren't. You... <laughs> I, was in one, I, was in, I was in one spot doing this oh, for like yeah. two seconds. Yeah, okay. that was it. I wasn't running. Oh, I, th- I thought you broke out to the sprint. Like, I like, you like, broke like, out ah. in the sprint. <laughs> oh, you see, I got a towel over my head. I'm doing this for like, it's for like a, a second and a half. It was, I, I wasn't running. I, I, got, I got caught. I got caught because I was outside the trailer kicking it with a friend of mine. And everybody was like, don't move. Uh, and I was uh, like, oh. <laughs> we, got, we got caught up in the shoot. And I was like, oh, shit. He was like, yo, just, when the music come on, just act natural. So the music came on, I was like, all right, cool. And I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yo, that's a part of that. That's a part of that being outside. Like I'm sure, like you probably told people, like, yo, they got this video that's coming, and it's it's gonna be wild. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, but that was also my. That was also the first time I went away for a cover shoot. Okay. It was my. That was my. That was my very first cover. Okay. Oh, nice. Hold on one second, I'll get it. Oh, go. Nice, yeah. Oh. Wonder just if he's looking for that one. Ah, uh, we'll see. That that'll be dope to see. Ladies and gentlemen, uh Bonsu, man, he he got he got all types of plaques and uh covers around. So we want to see if these joints match up. Phil Phil's got the stack of XXLs right here. As only he would. I, I didn't even, I grabbed all the ones I could. I, I got all of them. Drunk. Yeah, like, that's, that's for like, amazing, for, like for like five or six years. Nah, that's amazing, man. Oh, ha. That's it. That's, 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 the, that's, yo, that's, that, that's the one he was looking for. I knew I had it because like when I grabbed them, they, they were in order and I, I was fumbling around. I got him out of order. I gotta check that out. Revive. So, yo. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Hey, so. Hold on. We're gonna do it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Nice. Yeah. And this this one happens to be in like. Immaculate shape. I'm. I must say that's this. dope, man. So, oh, oh, and, and why, and why, why you was looking for that? That's it. Here we go. That's it. That's it. There's another one. This, oh, oh. Yo, you, y'all have, you ever had these shits? Yes, I, I have. Because you know, you know, you fat, fat boy delights, man. Come <laughs> yeah, on. It looks super hot. You said what? They look hot. I mean, anytime they, I see they, ghost pepper, I'm like, oh no. Well, ghost pepper for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime I yeah, see man. that, I'm like, oh no. Man, you you gotta eat them shits with gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that that's yo, you have you ever done that like 
accidentally fucked around and like ate something and then like touched like your eye or something? Oh my god, yo. Yeah, I'm sure I have, yeah. Not a good look. But yo, this 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 time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yo. my first cover. And, That's dope, man. And we we went to like we went to like how many of those shows we go to like three. We went to three, yeah. Yeah, and and they were literally like how they did the video. They the, especially the one at um at ODU. ODU they, they got ran. off the bus yeah. and they ran to the stage like how they did in the video. Yeah. And they and they ran because it was on the the stage was on the football field. Uh, they must have ran probably like seventy yards. At least. Yeah, because they ran off the bus into the stadium to the stage. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Full sprint and went right into the song. Yo, one of the things we always talk about, though, let, let, let's see what you think about this. This, you know, Chatty Patty talking about money. Yo, in tour money, do you think you think it's under 300 million or over 300 million that they left on the table in the past 20 years? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't give you a number. I do know. <laughs> Big boy wanted to break Dre's legs because he passed up like life. I mean, come on, yeah. come on, man! Like, yeah, especially after Speaker Box Love Below, they could, no, they could have, they could have told them anything, and they was, they was paying it at that point. That was so they almost city. Outcast almost had a milk commercial, like a Got Milk. Mm. They almost had a Got Milk commercial, and Dre wouldn't do it because <sighs> he ain't drink milk, right? Big bag. Big big bag, but like 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 we like we say like just 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 thinking about if you just say oh yeah they probably could have made about twenty million every year since two thousand and four yo that was like fifth you know what I'm saying like that was like seventeen years ago so I just I mean I'm like yo yeah. I I could just only imagine that's that's a quick three hundred and forty mil <laughs> like yeah. Wait. Yeah, so I, I mean that that's dope that you got that in with them though, because very few people have that cover. Bruh, I mean like this is one of those like there's certain moments of my career, man, where it's just like a storybook. Like that's my favorite rap group. Yeah, yeah. It's always been my favorite rap group. Yeah. And my first cover story was my favorite rap group. Like I got yeah. to meet my favorite MC with Dre. Like what? Yeah, yeah. That that then I got to interview them again. That's for it. um for um. The double album. Okay. Yeah, man. And that I, was probably one of the last interviews that probably somebody got for real, for real, like that. With both, both of them, yeah, especially with both of them. Yeah. No, I didn't do both of them. Okay, you just did. Elliot did Big Boy. I got Dre the second time. Because oh. Dre was my favorite. Nice. And, and that makes sense too, because the two separate albums, so you get like two different type of interviews. Okay. I see what y'all did. <laughs> I got that one around here somewhere too. Like I, I was telling Bob when you stepped away, I have and like from epic from issue one through probably issue probably like one twenty, like the first six to like the first probably like eight years of XXL, I got them all. Yeah, nah, yeah like like yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I can I can grab this is probably this is one of my favorite joints right here. Murdergram. Hard. Hard. Uh, this part though, that yeah. part. Turn that, I was gonna say, turn that cover around. Yo, that's sick. Yeah, yo, like when I, I was like, okay, I was like, they playing different. <laughs> they, me, me and Dave Toronto spoke about that. Yeah, yeah, that is this little stuff like that, you know, like that just kind of just broke the mold, kind of broke the norm that that really put things on top. Yeah, yeah. and then and then just just like some of the uh, some of the the ways y'all would approach the stories. Like I always loved 
reading the record reviews in there because they they always rang more true to how I saw the music. It it, it always it always even even very early on in the source it always felt like it was it was politics involved like label heads you know kind of you know oh you can't say this or you can't say that i never felt that with y'all even if that was the case you know i never felt that with the with the with the with the reviews you know play none of we played no games mm. we played no games like i was given like i remember i got into a huge ass argument with 50 because i gave the massacre xl and gave b a double xl as you should and that's what, to this day i'm staying by that but like 50 you know, he was, he's 5 million, you know, 10 million. And we were cool. So I guess he felt like, he's like, you know, he called me shitting on Common. You know, like. <laughs> of course, as, as he would. Yeah. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? Did you hear that album? Yeah. Like, Kanye did, Kanye did all the beats. Yeah. It's still dope to this day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, 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 you hear, did you hear Testify? That's 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 Kyle's best work by far. Did you, did you, did you hear the fucking Amaja Mall samples? Like what? And 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 someone like me would argue that that's Kanye's best work. I know most people don't agree with that, but I feel like it is. I'm not mad if you say that. I mean, I also have a very soft spot for Finding Forever. That's a fucking. Oh no, that comment is 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 like me and Vata. Common is very high on on my list as far as an artist. Like with that run that he had, so you're talking about res- resurrection. You know, one day it'll all make sense. Like water for chocolate. B finding forever. I don't know. I'm um. I love Common as a person, as an MC. I just there's his 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 good stuff is great his bad stuff is really bad though <laughs> so it's, there, it's really there, hard there, for me. like there, there is that like i've i've, I've, it, I've, I've fallen circus. out of love with i've fallen out of love with common as much as i've fallen in love with him like you know like he had like again i still this day i've never i've never stopped listening to resurrection Re- resurrection remix i've never stopped listening to that. right i've never stopped listening. that shit is phenomenal Doo-doo. Dude, yeah. I got it. And then, like, and then, like, you know, then he did, like, you know, the One Day It'll All Make Sense albums and all that. He, he was going through this, finding himself and, like, getting part of, like, the whole Neo Soul crew. And it was a little softer than I really like my shit. I, I, as much as I love the light with Bilal, it's still very much, you know, it's 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 not the comment that I love. And I kind of got, like, you know, disenchanted with him as an MC, you know, at the early 2000s. And then fucking... Kanye comes, man, with the fuck with B, man. And he, I'm a, he, like, he played me that shit in the studio. Common played me that shit in the studio. The first record he played was, um, what's the shit? Um, what's the first song? Give me this feeling. Dun, 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 dun. The Corner. The Corner. He plays that shit. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, what? He's drilling that shit. Like, this is 2004. And then I've been off common for like, you know, three years. He comes with the corner. I'm like, wait, wait. And it keeps going. He plays the entire album in the same sequence. And by the end of that shit, he's playing fucking, 
he's playing a Jamal samples and I'm like, yo, this like the people and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, I went back to the office like, they got the greatest album in, in, for, of, this, of this fucking decade. Like we, like that shit is crazy. That album is nuts. Like I might like that album more than the fucking college dropout. Everybody's like, ah, oh, you smoking crack? Like there's no way. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. That that's that's my vibe to tell you. That's that's my that's my joint, yo. The B intro, that the way that shit even comes on, like. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't. I I I loved B, but then he Find Him Forever came, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, like. B might be better lyrically. Finding Forever may be better production-wise. Mm. Mm. Like, like the what? What's the uh, the Lily Allen record? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I mean, I Lily Allen was my girl for a hot minute, yo. <laughs> that being stupid, <laughs> that shit goes fucking um, w- um, will I am on it? Yeah, I want you. I want you. The D'Angelo record, the D'Angelo record is stupid. What's the joint that they had the video uh, where they where he got like all the all the um? Yeah, that was I want you. Okay, with with like all the Serena. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that joint is dope. Come on, man. I remember I had the giant find it forever. Like I think my my sister ended up getting it. She had the, the find it for like the joint that you get out the store, like oh, the real yeah. big, uh, like album joint. And she she took that joint. But yo, that's got to be crazy to listen to B in the studio played by him before everybody else gets to hear it. Like, I that's... was already because I mean I went there as a music editor. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna go. It, it was just I was doing my due diligence, like comics coming out album. All right, comic. I, I'm and I was rooting. But that's the thing. I was rooting for him. I wanted to like this album. Yeah. I didn't know I was gonna get that. I know I was gonna get that. No, nobody knew they, they was gonna get that. That 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 has to I, that has to be a great feeling to to like but somebody want to win and then they actually they come through even more than you had even hoped they would. But then what happened was he drops these two masterpieces and all of a sudden he just all of a sudden wants to be Africa Bambada. That shit killed me, yo. <laughs> oh and, yeah. And that, that the shit with Pharrell and, and, and that always. I think they both kind of wanted to distance themselves from what they had been doing. From he wanted to show that he could do it without Kanye. Yeah, and then and then like Pharrell, he wanted to, I guess, do a different sound than what he had been known for. So they both did some other shit, and it's one of their big. If for both of them, it's it's probably their one of their biggest misses for both of them. One hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. I I still don't. It was like one joint on there that I that I go back to if that. I don't fuck yeah. with that album at all. And, and at the same time, Drake is dissing him. Well, where? <laughs> oh, the state scheming joint. Yeah, that, that came a little bit later, but that was that was rough. <laughs> that, was, that was that was rough. That was rough, man. When the stars start acting like the broads, like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Lonnie. <laughs> man, but um. As, as far as XXL, what, what was an album that you guys, what, what was one that that you missed? And, and when I say that, I mean an album that you you wasn't feeling that ended up being like something big. Oh, plenty. Um, I wasn't feeling it, ended up being very, I didn't have a lot of misses. Um, 
damn, an album that didn't like but wound up being big. Damn, I think about that one. I don't. We didn't have a lot of we didn't have a lot of miss. Like we weren't like giving like whack reviews yeah. to albums that like. Not 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 necessarily like you gave it a whack review, but something like you just wasn't feeling. But it it ended up like like because I, I I know like like Chingy's out Chingy's out. <laughs> no, the you was probably right on that one. <laughs> Jackpot. No, Chingy's album wasn't bad. That's the thing. Chingy's album but, wasn't bad. He had joints. He, yeah. Chingy's album wasn't bad. Okay, so so what's the what's the inverse one one that that you Ja Rule Ja Rule I didn't know Ja Rule was gonna blow up like that. Mm. Did not know Ja Rule was gonna blow up like that. Yeah. Did not. <laughs> I can honestly say I I didn't I, I didn't know what all the craze was really. I mean, we, yeah, this was right at the tail end of when we were at school too, and like, yo, he took off that. The Chris did murder. That, that, yeah. that murder ink run was stupid. It's crazy. Yeah, they 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 captured a moment. Like the radio, that's that's that was all the shit that you heard was them. Mm. Between him and Ashanti. Right. This yeah. shit right here. <laughs> Yo, that was a yeah. moment. Got Gotta me. give it up. Gotta yeah. give it up. It, it's another one with, with uh with Jeff on the cover. It wants to like seeing seeing Phil with this stack, and this isn't the entire stack of magazines that he has. Like, what? Yo, I want to I want to go to VA, man, just so I can see his fucking collection because uh, there's so much I forgot about. Yeah, yo, if you, I got I got sources too. I got I got yo uh, that that yo that that issue right there. Which Sky one? Sky blue. Go in it. Pull that out. Tech face. face. Oh, oh, Uncle Face. That's that was you. Cover. That's my cover story. You could just tell just by the, by the wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm at, I'm at, that, was I'm a, at, that was a fix album. Yeah. On another another joint where like I another dude I was rooting for. Like, like I really when I call him Uncle Face, I really because the way I listen to hip hop, I really feel like that's my mm. uncle. Like I feel like everybody, like everybody. You know, yeah. Well, man, he taught me how to save money, man. Yo, every twelve dollars you get, so you gotta save five. Like, you know the street shit. Like, you yeah, tell man. me, man. This Yo, and in the dope, text, man, that's crazy. At it's that time, crazy. that that jersey was so crazy. I remember, <laughs> like, like Michelin Ness, you know, side hustling. My this, this, this is one of the ones that everybody was like clamoring for. My jersey game was ridiculous. <laughs> My jersey game was. I still got my jerseys. I got OJ Simpson. I, 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 I still I got, got a couple. I, I got plenty. I got OJ Simpson still. I got Bo Jackson, both away and home jerseys. Like <laughs> I got Pistol Pete. That say Pistol on the back. Like oh, that's dope. Yeah. I got Lou Alcindor Milwaukee shit. Like I got crazy jerseys. Nah, that was a uh, time, man. There's no reason to get rid of him either. You might as well. Yeah, man. Don't him. listen to Jay, man. Jay, Jay tried to. I might get rid of. I might get rid of shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cause cause those, cause those are like like certain certain joints, man. If you broke that out right now, people would lose their shit. No, actually, when we did the hard when we did the versus recap for um oh, yeah. Luda for Luda, Luda and, yeah, <laughs> I wore the fucking um the um. You didn't have it. He went. He went to Georgia. Fuck. Dominique. No, it was a football jersey. Herschel Walker. Yes, or Herschel Walker, the Georgia joint. Yep. 
Mm. Earthy welcome. What I wore that for the recap. That's dope. Man, so wait, what if y'all got something playing for uh D'Angelo? I know you were excited you know, for that one. We, I'm, I love I'm a massive D'Angelo fan. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the fuck he's gonna do. Is it gonna be a yeah. competition? Is it gonna be his friend? <laughs> like, oh, yo. Gonna be? Yeah, like, you, it, you don't hear from this dude for like five years since uh the Messiah album, nothing, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we got a uh D'Angelo and Friends versus D'Angelo and Friends. Yeah, like are are he is he gonna like sing a song and then like somebody's gonna come up with a with a and do like a one-on-one versus and then he sing another song and no I, I i just hope i just hope i just hope az comes so he can do the lady remix that's what i that, saw yo, yo that's that's one of the ones yo that's what i need to hit him with the piano key dun, dun, dun. What, what, what would make it even doper in this and i feel like this is gonna happen is if the roots are there playing it. Oh, I oh, mean, yeah. come on now. D'Angelo, D'Angelo, D'Angelo doesn't do anything without a mirror. So like, yeah, he's yeah. like, like, he's gotta be there. And, You're and, gonna and, see. And, and, and the only roots it, will be there. Trust it, me. It, it, it just makes it so right, man. And then, got, and then after you hear Lady, got a devil's pod, man. Do you that, remember the hypnotic remix? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. With, with Erica, Erica and D'Angelo? <laughs> this is me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, of course. Right, right. Yeah. And it's Philly, uh, right, of course, right, okay. right. Yeah, cause you you know around that time you know that was that was Jill that was the uh, Jill. No, nah, no, nah, Jill wasn't here yet. No, no, but I'm, I'm saying that it was it was starting to form. No, she was there. She just wasn't on. She was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She exactly, just wasn't right. on. She was in because it was it was a it was a it was a preteen Jasmine Sullivan. You right. know, it was all of them. They was all at Quest House just trying to make this shit happen. Bilal, right. you know. And right. Were, so that's that's was, what we got to talk to him about. Talk to us about Soul. A lot of yeah. people don't know about that. Um, the, XXL, uh, XXL Soul. presents uh, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop soul. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had so I had the um, you know as much as again this was me like I'm a music lover, right? Especially a black music lover. So like yeah, I listen to rap and hip hop all the time. But like I'm a huge R and B dude. Like you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? So um, you know there was no way for me. I wasn't gonna take over you know, Excel yet because Elliot wasn't ready to leave. So they had to create kind of like lateral moves for me. And um, so I can be like a boss of my own right and get my own and also ex- help expand the brand. Right. So one idea was to like do like an R&B magazine, but an R&B, like R&B wedded with hip hop magazine. You know what I'm saying? Like the R&B song with the, with the can't you see total with Biggie on it. Like that's Respect a hand holders. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Respect all this. <laughs> right. No doubt. Um, but yeah, like, you know, like the the, the, the R&B songs that had a, had a strong rap sensibility. Like, that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we would do dope shit like the 50 best, uh, you know, hip-hop soul songs. So, like, the 50 best R&B songs with, with rappers on it. Like, yeah, you know, um, I'll Be Sure with fucking Sick Rick. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. If I'm not your lover, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, uh, you know, shit, J Lo with 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 uh with um Ja Rule on. Ja Rule, you know I'm real. Mean? I'm real. Like, you know what I mean? Fucking uh, Woo and uh SWV. No, how about Woo and Jodeci? The f- oh oh feeder remix. Yeah. Oh, you got stacks like International House of Pancakes. House of Pancakes. Yes, absolutely. Like that's what we talking about. Like R&B records that had a strong hip hop presence, 
You know what I mean? Jody Watley and Rock Hip, shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. So it was like it was it was it was fun, man. And, you know, we did one issue. We just like we combined like the, the King staff with the uh, with Double XL staff and made like the first issue, which unfortunately had R. Kelly on the cover. Oh. And then they and then they gave it to me. They gave me the keys, and I ran with it. And like you know, had uh, I, did, I did a Keisha Cole and Neo cover, and then I did an Usher cover, and then I came back and did a fucking R. Kelly cover, which I thought was gonna um help get him indicted. But like he had a ball with it. Like we he let you know, I was like yo, I'm a, I got the genius idea. I'm gonna fucking put a girl on the cover with him, a model. I'm gonna make sure she looks young. And he actually agreed to that. He didn't agree to her looking young, but he agreed to a model. Like if you up for a fucking statutory charges, you're not supposed to pose with a model on the cover, baby. That's how insane R. Kelly was. Oh, Robert. <laughs> wow. Yo, that guy, man, I, I got I got that. I'm, that's in here somewhere, too. Yeah, we're not going to yeah. bring him up. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> but and, yo, was, and, that, dude, and he was wilding on set. Oh, I believe it, man. He was wilding on set, telling the girl, like, yo, we, we role playing. Yo, you not my, you not some hooker. You my, you my fucking, you my, you my, you my chick. You my bitch. Like he's talking to the model like that. Like I'm like, my nigga, you are wildy. Wow. You are, you are really nuts. Nah, he's definitely. Yeah. Wow. So you think he read the issue? I don't think he can read. So that's how about that? I, well, I know that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he can read read music. Not even that. Probably. Yeah. Maybe somebody read it to him. I don't know, man. Whatever. Mark. And the funny thing is, the, the the writer that I got to write the cover story was Chaya. Oh, the, okay. The man behind Luke Cage and the writer for Do Ray Donovan. Chairman. No, 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 no. Chaya Coker. Oh yes, yes. Oh, okay. that did the big book. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He yeah. was the he was the creator of Luke Cage. Okay. Yes. That's that's right. Because that's because I mean you know that that had you know had hip hop all over it. Right. Yeah. Gangstar titles. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, I mean, shit. Gangstar titles, Tropical the, Quest, Blue Joint. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the great, the greatest big picture ever. Which was that's fire. Which was that? The Crown. The, the Crown was behind Cottonmouth in his office. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fire. Well, that, that was that was y'all, right? That was that was one of y'all shoots, right? The, the, the Crown no, picture? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we um this now nah, you're thinking about the preview issue of Double XL where it was like the the full body picture of Big with the cane with the red with the red cherry leather yeah. yeah oh no I think you're talking about the Biggie issue with the all red one with the maybe yeah with the, with the crown the all red one with the crown that's the one that the picture that you always see this is you have that let me, let me tell I you I got I got this so, one this one just was right here but I got yeah, another that's one the, yeah. those are the only there's no other one with Biggie. Okay. okay, so I'm trying to I'm I'm getting mixed up then. I'm trying to think who did the crown picture. But cuz I'm pretty sure it was for a magazine shoot, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the source. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. but yeah, that's that that's the one that's in um Luke Cage though. It's like a giant picture behind uh I know um, you talking about with the you, you can really see the lazy eye. I know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I know you talking about. Nah, man. That's man, dope, man. Yeah, your history in the game is crazy, man. Like, I, 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 I mean, there's so much shit. I know. It's funny because even having this conversation, because there's so much shit I forgot. I didn't think about this shit no more. But it's cool, like when you have to like jog your memory. Yeah, and that's why we wanted to have you on because because your your connection to like so much of the stuff that people love about the culture, 
is yeah. crazy to the point where you forgot some of the shit that you even connected to. That's why I was like, yo, next time I come to VA, where, where are you in VA exactly? I, I'm in, I'm in the um, like in seven five seven area, like Chesapeake, Virginia Beach area. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, like if I come to VA, like you know, I'm Hit trying to up. go through, I'm trying to go through all of those issues, man, because I'm we, so much shit that oh, I don't have. Where, where is the? Oh, I know this one. I know this one is special to you. Ooh, I was an intern, bro. I, I, I came home from school to just to go to that shit, man. Can you imagine being on that block, man, with all of those people? Man? This th no. I I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm like twenty. Cause yeah. all those people were really there, man. Yeah. Yeah. There was only like like one we thought or two. we thought and we thought uh, we thought uh, Daytona was gonna have with cannabis because he did like a cover story. Cannabis, you know, like we had to write about like why Clef kind of like you know protected him and all that shit and going to bath for him. So I, it, it was an issue. I think he had like a, I think he said something slick about seeing Daytuan. So Daytuan wasn't sure if he was going to see him that day. And I'm, you know, again, I'm super young. I'm like, it's fucking cannabis, nigga. We, if we see <laughs> cannabis, we can we'll deal with cannabis. Like it's cannabis. Buckingham Files was that word. <laughs> You that, what? Yo, no, Buckingham Palace. That I actually, it was funny that you even mentioned. It. I actually, like, earlier today while I was doing a live, that came on, and I was just thinking about how bad they fucked that album up. They yeah. fucked that all up. I mean, had it, and 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 it was a layup because he was he was the hottest dude in the game at the time. Like yeah. coming off the the, the Mike Tyson shit, he was the hottest rookie man. Yeah, like hottest. Everything he touched, every fucking mixtape. They could have gave him all break beats and it would have came out better. Just, yeah. They fucked it up. Man, that Clue freestyle is still like over the uh, incarcerated Scarfaces in 97 mentality. Mm -hmm. Man. I so, heard that in years. Oh. By, by years, if you mean Tuesday, because <laughs> I, I listen, that's, that's, a, that's a staple, yo. That's how, that's how I get the, the mornings going. If you number one, then I'm negative two. Basically, nigga, that means I'm still better than you. Mm. Yeah, nah, cannabis. Yeah, that dude cool. was different. He had man. it. He had it yeah. for a minute. Yeah. He fucked around and he pissed off LL. <laughs> that, that basically <laughs> was it. Yeah, that yeah. basically was it. That was it. I mean, we whack no whack album, and you pissed oh, off yeah. LL. You, yeah, you, you, you dropped drop the ball on the album. And and I thought I thought second round knockout was tough. Yeah. Not enough. Not, Not enough at all. Man. Although he did have a feature from Free, which uh, which is, is probably like like Free from X from uh 106 in Park. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like one of the only highlights on the joint. That was my boo in my head. Oh, that was our boo. Yo yo yo, she was she was the shout out to Free man. Oh man, but um. Yeah, man, we this is tissue in the tape. It's the boy Philmatic 365 with Davis backwards, of course, and we here with Bone Sue. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Now, there, man, you go. there we go. My man got it. Look at that. <laughs> you know, 60% nah, of the time I'm right every time. Man, we, we have been wanting to get this uh in the books, man, so people could definitely know what you're doing, obviously, with, with medium. Uh, yeah, if, if they have not checked out that, I know a lot of people are out there throwing out think pieces and stuff, but you know, this, this is actually real journalism. Yeah. Um, and it's a myriad of topics. Um, yeah, we're, we've been elated to, to be able to, to kind of learn, learn more about you. 
um, especially in this year, you know, really since March. I think Phil and I knew about you, but a lot of people um, through Torrey and through a lot of stuff that you've been doing to be yeah. in Yeah, the pandemic, the pandemic definitely like opened me up a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, people who knew the name or like knew the work, you know, they didn't really get a lot of engagement with me. Um, and because of the pandemic, I kind of like stepped forward and come out a little more. I, I played, I never did, I never did live before the pandemic. Right. You know, I never, I, I just like, I started doing live just like my homies just like tapping with people and like, you know, have conversations with folks I wasn't seeing. And then like me and Tori started fucking around with Hard to Earn. I mean, well, not before Hard to Earn, but just the first recaps. Right. It's turned Hard to Earn and now look at us, you know? Like, yeah, I, I was going to ask, how did that come about? I mean, because the rapport was already there with you guys. We yeah. know each other for years, man. Yeah, we know each other for years, um, but we never collaborated. Um, I know he was already doing like his Live at Five and I would tap in and it would, it would, that would be dope and it would be fun. Um, so I was like, I was trying to find somebody that could like recap the the verse. I thought it'd be cool if like we recap the verses, you know, like on some on some like sports shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, and then like I was like, it was between um, somebody else and and Torrey, and I asked both of them, and um, Torrey just seemed the most excited. You know what I'm saying? Um, the other one was like, yeah, he might be a little, you know, industry politically tied. I, yeah. I can't say who it was, but he was one of my fan of my friends. You know, I won't hear yeah. about. And it, um, it, it can be tough sometimes to like do that. Yeah. You guys are giving honest opinions about stuff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think somebody was like wasn't afraid to like, you know, be honest. And like Tori wasn't. And the first one was wild fun. Yeah. And we kept doing it. And oh, yeah. I, if the the following grew, and then it was like, yo, like, we got our own little thing here. We shouldn't be beholden to like their shit. So that's what we figured out hard to earn, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. No, that's dope. Great move, man. And man, it's so much we could get into you with, man. We ain't we ain't talk about you, uh Vansu, uh the 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 movie maker. I did it again. Uh the but like just you in film and right. and all of that, man. You you got so much going on. Like let's I mean, I'm still yeah, I mean that's still happening. I mean with I went to Sundance twice, um, you know, for a film that I co-wrote with my director. Um, but like, you know, it's, we COVID, we were supposed to start shooting that last year. COVID fucked that up. So we're still just kind of in, in, in limbo, you know, with that. I don't know what's, I don't know what's, what is, it's, it's, I heard we were supposed to start shooting this year. I don't know, man. You know, I'm just trying to like focus on what's in front of me, put one foot ahead of the other. Um, I got this great, you know, this, this contract with, uh, with medium. So, you know, that's a weekly obligation it it's it was a six-month contract it ends next month i gotta figure out how i want to do that for another six months or if i want to do something else i don't know um you know my agent wants me to my agent's working on some like book deal shit for me um you know hard to earn is taking off so you know it's a book it's, seems like like almost like a no-brainer at this yeah. point from yeah i mean yeah i mean i always knew my whole life i knew i'd write a book i thought i'd write a book before now but at this point, I'm not even rushing. I just want it to be the right situation. Because um, I book writing a book is no easy feat. And knowing me, you know, like I don't do anything lightly, so I'm gonna go all the way in, which means if I do write a book, I've gotta like clear space. I really can't do much else. Um, so, you know, the money now, gotta be so I can do oh, that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> of know? course, well, that, that goes without saying, but yeah. it with, with you writing a book, would you, would you be doing uh, would you be doing fiction, nonfiction? Would you do something like more on the creative side, like a like a novel type, or do something? No, I'd, I'd probably go nonfiction first, you know. Yeah, you know, I me. Mean, I, I love just just history and 
telling, showing people shit that they don't know. You know, it could be a memoir. Who knows? You know. Um, oh, oh, we we gonna get some of them, uh, them, them late night, early morning. Um... <laughs> oh no, not me, not my memoir. My agent, <laughs> my, my agent wants me to do a memoir. I'm like, yeah, I ain't ready to do that yet. That's a lot of. That's a lot, a lot of, of soul searching. A lot of soul searching. It's, you know, it, was, it involves a lot of other people in their dark times. And, you know, my a lot of my mistakes and the, 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 the old me that, you know, I, didn't, I don't really love today. So it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah, man, I'm not ready for a memoir myself. Um, but I was like a memoir for somebody else, like helping somebody right. else. Gotcha. You know. And, and uh, one thing I wanted to get your opinion on, and we, we're not going to take too much more of your time. Um, we we talk we talk to a lot of artists, and, and one of the most recent artists we just we just talked to Tracy Lee, and we had a dope combo with him. But he's bringing out a a, a book, just basically um, a, a book breaking down the lyrics of his last album. And and to I thought it's always been why don't more artists actually write lyric books? They're basically poetry books, especially. I'm, and I'm not talking about. Every, everybody can't do that, but I'm talking about, you know, like the ones like somebody like Black Thought or, you know, a Feral Mosh, like the dudes 3000, those kind of dudes. Right. Why, why, why is that just something that that's just not in the, that line of thought? Is it not a market for it? I think, I think you, I think people purists like you and I, I think a lot of us, a lot of our tribe underestimate how niche lyricism is. Like it's everybody doesn't every like hip hop is huge, rap is huge, but like you see what it is like everybody doesn't love lyricism. People love good songs, but like the biggest records are almost rarely the are rarely the, the most lyrical songs. So yeah, Eminem is Eminem because of his funky singles and he's white, you know. Yeah, uh, not because he's like the nastiest lyricist. He's get so he's his he gets supported because he's a nasty lyricist who's white because he gets a lot of white following because they're like yeah. they're his fucking they're he's though he's the you know the um the, the great white hope yeah, you know he'd be who happens if he was black you know exactly exactly you know what I'm saying so like but like lyricism man like Royce the Five Nine is a god to me but like if he goes on. Uh, I don't know if he goes on like um, what do you call that shit? Uh, what's the what's the, uh, the the rapper show? The hip the reality show? Love and hip hop. If yeah, he goes on Love and Hip Hop, like are they gonna really know him like that? <laughs> they like no. Eminem's buddy, right? No. Exactly. It's like Royce on Love and Hip Hop would be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I get your point. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like so, like my point is I get him back to like publishing. Like okay, it's one thing to like lyricism, but like now. Even the people who like lyricism, they want to read lyricism. Do they really want a poetry book? Do those really sell like that? I don't know. You know what right. I'm saying? I don't know, man. You know, like I, something I would buy. I think you know, like Farrell Monch is my buddy. He's ridiculous. He's a fucking alien with the pen, for sure. You know, Tariq, alien with the pen. You know, I'm. Um, I actually did during the pandemic. I did like a mini documentary for Tariq's album. Um, and I'm hoping that um, it sees a lot of day sooner than later. Um, but I was like, that was, you know, I got, to, again, I felt the way I felt having to like, I've interviewed Tariq a couple of times, but like actually having to produce him and like ask him exactly what I wanted, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
again, it felt like, you know, interviewing Dre, you know, back then, you know what I mean? Like, I thought is in my top five. Yeah. It's always, and to sit down and be able to ask him whatever, like, watch him geek out over, like, he he, 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 you know, he was kicking, like, special ed rhymes to me. I never even remember. I don't even remember. Like, he knows special ed rhymes, like, by heart. Like, he knows, his memory is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, special ed? He's like, yeah, man. And he's breaking down, like, yo, he remember, he's writing this when he was 17. And I was like, Oh shit! But you know how I thought it. Thought everybody's rhymes sound better than they are. He used to like. I wasn't a big Malik B fan, but he used to when, he, when I used to hear him do Malik B's verses live. Them shit sound amazing. Like how you yeah. make some of those verses sound better? Yeah, they they had a show because you know all their shows are different. But they did a they did a run of shows, Hip Hop One Hundred and One, where he was covering classic hip hop songs, and then he Always would bring, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he would bring out Kane and um, MC Light. But he was doing the joints. And to your point, he was doing uh, Brooklyn Zoo. And when I tell you, like, Brooklyn Zoo's, like, that shit was... <laughs> and then with the live band, shit was crazy. And then he was... And he was NBA, so he was doing grinding. And then and then they brought out the clips. And that, that joint that joint was crazy. I, I actually got that video. I got I got a video of that. Stupid, stupid. Got, the normal vibe. I, you, you ever saw the video of him freestyling over that shit? To yeah. the, to the beat? Yeah. stage with them? Mm -hmm. they, they, I got the one where they were backstage at Jimmy Fallon because our homie uh, Rick G's was their uh, tour DJ uh, for years. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And, oh, that's okay. It. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's that's our that's our bro, and um, yeah, so got privy to a couple things, but yeah, that yo, he that's the joint. He's like, I, I, he's like, I got bird flu, swan flu, any type of right, animal. right, yeah. yeah, crazy man, yeah man, crazy that's the world of what he does. Yeah, man. I, I don't know where to go, man, because, I mean, like I said, man, let, let, let me ask you a better question, and I'll get you out of here on this. We, you, you talked about, you know, the next, you know, announcement for Hard to Earn. I'm not, I'm sure you're not going to break it here with us, um, but... I what, can't do it. I can't break it without so, right? Oh, no, no, for sure. Um, what, what's your, what's your next 12 months? For for Bonsu. I can't even Bonsu. But I can't I can't Yo, come I can't, on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't Bone. Um, bone. Bone Yeah, bone. Bone. That's it. Bone. Um if um that's hard, man, because I can't even it's hard to even especially during the pandemic, it's hard to even plan two months out. Right? Like I can tell you what I would like. But again, if you'd asked me this yeah. question a year ago, I'd have told you I've been I was gonna start shooting my film. Right, right. That wasn't gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? So like I've been accustomed to this pandemic. I don't even try to look that far ahead. I'm just trying to like do my job. I try to just focus on the daily, plant those seeds so that they can rock, you know? So like gotcha. I put the work, put the work in tomorrow so that next week or the month after is good. You know what I mean? Like there are certain pieces that I wrote that I took pieces from uh, pieces that I began last year that I didn't finish. They were just thoughts or notes. You know what I'm saying? Because I just decided like, I'm on a plane. I got an hour before we land. I want to get some shit out. And I it didn't do anything with it, but I'm like, yo, it, that's, it, those were thoughts. They may, find, they may find a home one day. Six months later, I'm writing something that actually is relative to what I was thinking about then. Brought it all together. Now it's a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. So like, just do the work. Like keep writing, keep reading, keep studying. Um, you know, um, and while I, you know, tap into this next phase of my writing career journalistically, you know, I never want to be removed from the culture. So like the hard to earn shit with Torrey 
it's still the music editor that's in my heart. That's always going to be there. You know what I mean? And that's really, that's my job really, like to be, stay true to myself, feed myself creatively, feed myself with the things that I love. Like, you know, whether it's great authors, whether it's, you know, voice to five non-verses. I was today, I was just tripping today. Like I was wa watching um, Royce's new video, right? And like, he was talking about like, yo, you know, y'all niggas stay sleeping. I'd rather stay woke. Niggas say you are what you eat, but I never ate goat. I was like, oh my God, like he's still rapping crazy like this. Like the whole line about, he had this line about like uh, um, Bill Mars using the, using the word nigga. You know, he says it casually on the DL, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, Louis C.K. would, uh, would say That's nigga right. to, to Pookie, but won't say it to, but won't say it in front of DL. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. What just happened? Yeah. Like, he's writing like that now. Like, 40 something year old voice is writing like that yeah, now. This is like, 20 years in. That's like, <laughs> that's super. So, like, if, if Royce, after doing like a whole album with Eminem and falling out and coming back and doing all these lyrical miracle shit is like today in 2021 writing like that, there's no reason why I should be dropping hot. Like I should be fucking writing with a fucking flame. Like, there's no reason why I should. Niggas is getting better. My thoughts been my fucking favorite rapper since 90 fucking four. He's probably better today. So why wouldn't I be better? There, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Bone Sue. Yeah, that's right. That's oh, thank, right. Thank you, my brother, man. This this was great, man. And like that's I said, true. man, from seeing you seeing you be a guest host on Turn the Tables to do that, you know, you get some recognition doing that. Like people, the DJs fucked up my shit, man. I had yo, great they stuff, did. Man. Yo, they did, they man. My shit, man. Yo, how you not gonna be able to rock off Michael Jackson samples, bro? Like. They like they did, man. I was hoping that you got uh Rick G's was I hope I was hoping he was gonna be um on on your episode, but yeah, man, that was that was tough, man. That was tough. Anyway. But yeah, bro, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Seriously, Good. I see no, y'all. Th thank you, man. Oh, oh of course, man. We yeah. we definitely gonna be tuned in. And yo, if you if you do come to VA, we definitely definitely gonna break bread. Uh, uh nothing with hooves. Are you are you near, nothing with hooks? Yo, are you you near Old Dominion? Because I know I think my man lives out there. Yeah, near, yeah Old Old Dominion is literally like I can I can throw a football to that troop. Okay, cool. So I think yeah. I think he's in yeah, that area. Old, Old Dominion is in is in Norfolk, and um I, I live in Chesapeake, but it's literally like right twenty minutes from my house. Cool. Yeah, I think my man lives near Old Dominion, so I'm gonna just sync it up though because I'm I need to go check him. So yeah, you know probably like 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 probably like late spring or some shit like that. Okay, just just say less. We'll we'll make it happen. Appreciate y'all, Thank bro. you, my brother. Thank you. Yes, Good job, man. Absolutely. All right, now. Peace. Peace. Filmatic. Yo, that was one of those ones, man. This That's a conversation that we could have had for much longer, man, there with, with Bone Sue. Oh, man. yeah. That, that could have that been all day, man. Uh, but we, we got another one. Yeah, man. Like we said, man, uh, hip-hop renaissance, man. Uh, not, not only with the thoughts, but with the pen as well. Uh, what else can we say? Nah, man. Uh, how how many jobs can one man have? It'd be it'd be it'd be nice at all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, man, that's that's a good dude though, man. And um, but on, but on that note, five, you know what it is, man. We work for the money, we live for the love, we die for what we believe in. This is tissue and a tape. And if you don't do nothing in your life, 
respect he holds. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Sissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. <laughs>